shattered into pieces. Oh, the name that dissolved into air. Oh, the name without a holder despite the calling. Oh, the name which I will die calling. The one word remaining in the heart was never spoken even till the end. Oh, the one that I loved. Oh, the one that I loved. The red sun is hanging on the tip of the west mountain. The herds of deer are crying out of sorrow. From the top of the mountain that has fallen off and landed... I call out your name. Overwhelmed with sorrow, I call out. Overwhelmed with sorrow, I call out. The calling sound may glide across, but the gap between the sky and the land is too wide. Even if I will turn into a rock fixated on this spot, oh, the name I will be calling until that moment, oh, the one that I loved, oh, the one that I loved. Kim Sawal, Spirit Calling in the script, Raddick was impaled by the bear. It is Lena who kills the bear, just as she killed the gator. In the film, in this moment, Lena is still bound to her chair. Raddick is free. The bear has just shoved Lena in her chair across the room. We reverse, and inexplicably, Raddick is in the corner by the chair where Thornton sat just a few minutes ago. As the bear knocked Raddick toward the entryway, I had thought Raddick had scooted herself into the corner of the entryway. A fast-paced scene in a dark set. The blocking of a few details has not been clear, and probably not entirely consistent, like Ventress's chair being farther from the front wall at the end of minute 77 than it should have been. Raddick rises to her feet in the corner as the bear brings its head down on Lena, and seems to bite, except Lena will have no obvious wounds from this fight. Angled down on Lena from the other side, partly blocked by the mass of the bear, she gets loose from her chair now, but the bear chomps down on her left arm, Lena pulls her arm away, and fights. Second four, back to the reverse as Raddick steps forward, now carrying a rifle. And taking Lena's action from the script, Raddick opens fire with the automatic rifle, emptying the entire clip into the bear's freakishly deformed head. Second six, angle on bear from front as the left side of its head explodes from the gunfire. Second nine, angle from behind Bear, as Raddick's clip is emptied. For a moment, the Bear remains upright. Angle on Bear from front left, its face, and that smaller human face, a bloody mess. Angle from kitchen, second fourteen, and we can see now just how much space there is between Ventress and the front wall. The Bear and Lena and her chair are all in that space. Judging by the cabinets to the right, Ventress's chair is now closer to where Lena's, or Raddick's chair, were before. With one final sound that contains Shepard's voice, the bear topples like a felled tree. And both of its voices are cut off. The camera dollies backward, close on Lena, second 18, and the lens flare from the area lights in the previous shot lingers. Lena breathes hard. Closes her eyes. And we cut second 22, to exterior, Ville Perdue, night, or rather early morning. A full moon through the prism of the shimmer, plus scattered clouds, power lines covered in greenery in addition to the overgrown buildings, camera trucks right. A quiet moment. One final note on the bear. P. 
P.S. Sinha Roy, Entertainment Weekly, 25th February 2018. Quote, to create the bear, artists used 3D software to visually mash human and bear skull and facial features together. We looked at that and said, that's horrible. That's really very visually striking and interesting. What can we do with that? Andrew Whitehurst said. The rest of the creature, in terms of its physiognomy, is very bear-like. But in order to get the idea of the sickness, we had parts, particularly around the face and skull and flesh, atrophied in a way. We gave it alopecia and other skin complaints, so the creature looked like it was suffering. Even as the bear carries out a graphic, violent mauling, it's not meant to be just a weapon of terror, Whitehurst said. It's an animal who doesn't really know what it has become and is clearly suffering, and that side of the story was important because you didn't want something that was just this horrific killing machine. You wanted a creature that was in a situation that was not of its own making and that it was unable to deal with. And in case you were wondering, the Screamy Bear does have a name, one that is unexpectedly inspired by that of a more famous and much kinder bear from another popular film. Whitehurst served as VFX supervisor at Visual Effects House Double Negative when the company worked on 2014's Paddington. So this is my second bear movie, Whitehurst said. Paddington is a very nice bear, and Paddington Station in London is a very elegant Victorian station. So we thought, what was a slightly rough-around-the-edges station? What they came up with? Homerton, the rail station in East London. So our bear is called Homerton. End quote.
not who we are. We hear, before we see, Second 29 back inside the house, Lena placing a blanket over Thornton's body. We are angled from the dining room. Beat. Lena hears something and turns toward the dining room. Walks that way. Toward camera. Lena, what are you doing? Instead of the obvious reverse, Second 41, we angle into the dining room from the kitchen. Ventress at the dining room table, backlit and partly behind the post at the end of the kitchen's peninsula. She has her bag on the floor before her, and she is screwing the lid onto her canteen. Dr. Ventress, I'm leaving. leaving. Lena, now? Ventress sets her canteen on the table, and we angle on Lena from her left. A doorway opposite. A pantry, perhaps. Dark. She is in the dining room. It's not even light yet. Immediately back to Ventress, second 46. Dr. Ventress, I don't have time to wait. We are disintegrating. Our bodies as fast as our minds. minds. Can't you feel it? As she speaks, she turns her head twice quickly toward the kitchen. Now, we angle on Radic, sitting on a chair in the kitchen. The dead bear in the living room beyond. It's like the onset of dementia. Close on Lena, she looks away, blinks, looks toward Ventress. Ventress continues. If I don't reach the light, and time runs out for this minute. We spoke. What was it we said? Wordlessly watching, he waits by the window and wonders at the empty place inside.